All right, welcome back to another episode of Small Business Chronicles, where we tell stories of business owners and the businesses that they run. And look, you guys know the deal. If you've been listening for a while, um, we are the Swiss Army knife of business. We talk about all different kinds of topics, and I'm actually super excited to talk about the child development space because, um, you know, me being a parent um, of a 15 year old uh, who actually has a disability, I uh, and I even grew grew up with a mother who was in special education. The child development world has always been something I've been super passionate about and, and that I love to follow. And we're actually talking with somebody that has been in that space for over 30 years. Uh, and it's a family-owned business. Uh, and it's a franchise. It's a lot of things. So um, we're going to jump right into the conversation. So t- today I'm actually meeting with Megan Bowling, and um, she is part of Stretch and Grow. Um, and so um, I, I would love for you guys to hear her story about um, how she got to where she is now um, and where she's going. So we're going to jump right into it. Megan, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So so look, um, uh, most people think child development and they don't think franchise, right? right. Th- those are two words that seem to be counterintuitive, but uh, they're absolutely not. And you guys have seen a huge amount of success over your time. So um, why this space? What really brought you to it? I mean, what's your story? Well, I... I mean, really, I my parents started it, and that's where the story begins. And so my parents, Bob and Jill, they met when they were 50 and 46, and they each had children from previous marriages. And they had planned to travel the world. My dad was a business sales specialist, and they were going to travel and do all of these things, but then they accidentally got pregnant with me. So that changed their plans. And some of my sisters, unfortunately, had struggled with some weight issues, some health issues due to poor eating habits when they were younger. And my mom, Jill, was determined to help me love a healthier lifestyle from a young age. So she began researching physical education for preschoolers. And really, there there wasn't anything at that time. There were certainly preschools and daycares and childcare centers, but there weren't really enrichment specialists going in and teaching the children about physical education. So that sparked an idea. And that idea was adventure themed classes. So one week we are running on the moon or we're riding our horses at the rodeo. The next week we might be at the beach, you know, jumping in the waves. So we're going on adventures with the children, teaching them all about healthy habits. And really, my mom was super creative. And so she started developing this curriculum and it it kind of took off in Galveston, Texas, where we started. And so it did so well, they decided to franchise it. And I grew, was lucky enough to get to grow up in it. So so how, um, what age range? Do you, do, do, do you guys actually serve your centers? So, like, so where does it start? Yeah. So we actually do the, the youngest children. We can go into their classes for a few minutes, but our target age range is going to be 18 months to five years old. Then we also have a school age program called Camp Fit. So that's for the kindergarten through fifth graders. And it's, it's grown over the years. It started as just our fitness stars program, but now we offer dance sports, music, gymnastics. We do field days, camps, all sorts of stuff to serve the schools and the families. 
Well, I think something that's really interesting from the business side of it too is that you're, correct me if I'm wrong, um, your your cost to entry is a lot more favorable because you're working within those centers where the where the children are already receiving other services and education. Is that correct? That's right. We don't have a brick and mortar. So there's no lease, there's no mortgage payment or anything. We only do our classes at preschools or rec centers, camps, pretty much wherever children are. That's 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 incredible. Super smart model, super super huge need, and I'll try not to nerd too much out. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I know I know most people that listen to the show, uh, they probably haven't heard me talk about early childhood development or anything like that. So this may be a surprise to some of them, but um, I'll tell you, you know, so my my son uh, my son is actually on the autism spectrum, and okay. he was diagnosed. Um, uh, well, he was officially diagnosed at three, but we started the process when he was two. And uh, I love what you guys do because my wife and I have had a lot of conversations along with my family about how uh, grateful we are to be able to receive services and have an IEP for my son. And a lot of the services that he uh, received, especially early on, are things that any child would benefit from, but they're not always available due to the amount of resources that, that are available in most school districts. So Correct. you guys really fill a need that's there for that early development um, for every kid, regardless of, you know, um, how high, uh, high or low functioning they are. And so I, it's, it's really cool that you guys filled in that space. Well, well thank, thank you. you. And thank, thank you for sharing that with me. It, I, I am a huge believer in early intervention and studies show that if children don't master certain skills by the age of five, they may never reach their full potential. So, so while it is a super fun space to be in, it like you said, it's it's very needed. It's important. It's important. You know, look, and and I think that more and more parents are looking to programs that they can actually um, implement as well as whatever their primary education is to make sure that yeah. they they're they're giving their children a good head start. So. For sure. Awesome. Well, well, tell me a little bit more about, um, so that's more about what uh, Stretch and Grow does, but tell me about yourself. You actually ran a center initially, right? Yes. Well, I ran a territory. So our territories are, they're they're zip codes, and then we have licensed childcare centers within the zip codes. That's how we build the territories. So I actually, well, I grew, like I said, I grew up in the business. I coached through college for a territory near me. And then after college, I kind of rebelled against the family business and said that, no, this isn't for me. And I went and worked at the state attorney's office for a year. And then I missed Stretch and Grow so much. So I came back to the family business and opened up a territory here in St. Petersburg, Florida. And initially, I wasn't ever really looking at becoming part of the home office team. It, it was a possibility, but truly, I was focused on running the territory. And I did that until my dad started to get sick, unfortunately. And he passed away in 2019. And my experience of running the franchise in St. Pete allowed me to step into his role of in leadership of kind of motivator and support for the franchisees. And the, I initially kind of slowly stepped in and then COVID hit and I was thrown into leadership and support for all of our franchisees going through that. But it was really beneficial because I was going through 
the exact same thing in my territory. So I could relate to them and support them because I know exactly what they needed. Well, and I'm, I'm going to, um, I know we talked a little bit offline that we're, you know, I, I said, if, if you start crying, I'm going to start crying. So, so we'll, we'll toss that out there. Um, and so if I'm, if I'm, you know, hitting too close to home, please let me know. But I, I, I just want to say how inspiring it is to see the, the legacy continue. And I know oh. how important that is to you. Um, and what better person to, to, to fill that role um, than, than someone that was raised in it and, and, you know, um, is, is, is in the family and, and gosh, that had to have been challenging, Megan. I mean, to go through, uh, that loss and, and simultaneously having to fill that, uh, the, that set of shoes, right. For, for, uh, for something that has been growing and building for that long, um, you had to have hit some, some snags, uh, and, and some hiccups when you, when you took over that role. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I really struggled with feeling inadequate for a long time. I was working with franchisees who had been in our network for 20 years and they were looking to me for help. And I, you know, they had so much more experience than me. And then I'm very blessed to work with my sister, Amanda. She and I make a great team. But of course, there's any type of family dynamic. We sometimes butt heads, but... I leaned on her a lot and she leaned on me and we leaned on our, our mom and we got through it together. And I feel like through it, we've developed a closer relationship with our franchisees and we've come up on the other side of it with a stronger network. Well, how many locations do you have right now? Just as a, just to kind of let, let our listeners know where you're at. Yeah, we've got 86 in the U S and then we've got 40 spread out over nine different countries. So most, most so you're, you're full international. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's really exciting. Yeah, yeah we, we are, are. We are. And we have some, we have master franchisees overseas. So uh, we support each other and we meet with, with each other via Zoom, of course. And so they're some, some of my really good friends at this point. Gotcha. So, well, and um, so, so did that, did the international shift, um, when did that happen? Did that happen before you actually took over the role um, yep. or after? Yeah, that, that actually started happening when I was a kid. So they started spreading their wings and going international very early on. And we were able to go overseas and open territories. So that was a very cool experience for me. I remember traveling to Australia and traveling to England and Ireland. So super blessed to get to do that. And Stretch and Grow has been able to give so many people these opportunities to develop their families and support their families with a franchise. But for me personally, I mean, it's, it's truly been my whole life. Well, and, and well, I don't even want to think about the impact. I'm sure that it's it's what gets you 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 and your team excited, but the yeah. impact of of generations of 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 kids that that turn into uh, you know um, all different kinds of uh, careers, all different kinds of countries, all because they had a great uh, head start and 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 uh, they're set up to live a, a really strong, healthy, developmentally minded uh, lifestyle. It's fantastic. Well, thank you. So, yeah, that, that means a lot to us, the idea of that. And something that's really cool is 
we're starting to see more and more legacies come into the network. So people who were in classes are now coaches. And then we've seen children of our franchisees come up and be and take on leadership roles in their territories. And we've even had some uh, legacies open up their own territory. So it's, it's definitely really cool to see the impact that it's had. I love to mention that our children, they, when they leave our program, they know their full, their major muscle groups. And so that's something that they can take with them. And they usually will pick healthy foods versus unhealthy foods. And so we get to see the true impact that it has. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, I want to, uh, I, I know your story is an inspiration. We could talk about that all day long, but I also want to talk about some pitfalls because this show is all about uh, entrepreneurs that are, are um, you know, pioneers in their space that are passionate about what they do. And uh, it, there's always a lesson to be learned uh, in any kind of growth. And so yeah. um, I want to talk about something that most owners don't love hearing about. Uh, well, it's probably 50 50. We're going to talk KPIs, key yeah. performance indicators, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I, uh, I have heard so many business owners uh, it, it, that, that just, they're like, oh my gosh, if I have another KPI, I'm just going to pull my hair out, right? It's, yeah. for some people, it's the bane of their existence, but it is such a necessary part of business. And you have your own experience uh, with that. So I'd I love do. to hear your insight on, on how, <laughs> uh, what, what was it like before you had those in place and, and which ones you implemented? why why and, and what it looks like now yeah so I definitely I'm a big believer in goals and I'm a big believer in measuring those goals and KPIs is a way to do that and when structure was first started it was a hobby business so you could purchase the territory and do I mean basically just leave it be you didn't have to do anything with it there was no measuring of how of the success of our franchisees and that caused people to purchase the territory and then just leave it sitting there which is not good for them and that's not good for the stars or that's what we call the children in our program the stars in their territory either because they weren't able to get any stretch and grow if the territory was just sitting there. So we, in the early years, had some people come into the network who maybe shouldn't have ever purchased a stretch and grow. I know that's not the best thing to say, but they allowed their territories to just sit there. And be, and so without any KPIs, without any measuring of the success or goals, it, it hurt the brand and it hurt those specific territories. And then I, the people that purchased the territories, I mean, it had to have hurt them too because they spent all, they spent their money on a business and then just never did anything with it. And so we've had amazing franchisees come into the network and scale their businesses beyond anything my parents ever dreamed of. And we're so grateful for them because truly Stretch and Grow would not be what it is without them. And so from their businesses and what they do, we've been able to build more structure and build in those goals and KPIs. And our KPIs, they're not to tell, you know, we're not going and taking people's territories away because of them or anything like that. They're there so we can help them. And I think that's a really big thing that people need to understand is that if 
you do have goals and you're not meeting them, there is help available. And that's a huge purpose of KPIs. Well, and, and let's be honest, just the existence of them and knowing that they are there and uh, that that changes the behavior. You know, I mean, yeah. what what gets tracked gets done. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. it, what is it? Uh, I think it's it was Har- the Harvard Business School study uh, where it's you're 43% more likely to achieve a goal just simply by doing the one act of writing it down. Right. Right. right? Yeah. And I, I, I can imagine that, I mean, I have a hard enough time tracking my own activities and keeping keeping myself accountable. I, I, ha- I hire a coach to do that, to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I can't imagine the scale having multiple locations, being international um, and here locally. It, it, I'm sure that was yeah. a huge undertaking to try and find some standardized way to actually uh, measure what is most important to, to provide that support. How did you guys tackle that? Well, we, it's all about the reporting system and, and surveys and things like that. And so with those, we're able to see how the franchisees are doing, reach out if they need help. And that's, that's really the biggest way is asking the right questions and them filling out their reports. So well, that's I, I would assume it allows it. you to be proactive. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. And come up with ideas that maybe we didn't know they were struggling with or, you know, things that they, we wouldn't have ever known if we didn't ask. So being in touch with them and of course me having the territory here, that's been really helpful. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. You actually have a field field experience. Yes. So. Yes. And I still run it here. I said I have a team of nine coaches who go out and do the classes in the St. Petersburg area. So I, I love it. It's it's very it's a very fulfilling place to be. How many um and I'm just curious, you may you may or may not have this number, yeah. but how many um how many stars by your definition? Yeah. How many how many stars uh, since since you guys have been doing things uh, like all the way back from the very beginning, have you guys actually had through your program and, and, and impacted at this point? Well, currently we have forty a little over forty thousand a week. So that's if you do the math, it's it's a lot of stars through our program. Yeah, uh, a whole sky full, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. talk about an impact. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's something we're super proud of, and we're proud of the fact that it's family owned and operated. It's just been a major blessing all all throughout the year. Like I said, something my parents never would have expected. Well, and I obviously, you know, you stepping into that role was not the circumstance that anybody wants to go through. Um, but I think that your story is so inspiring because it shows that opportunity comes in a multitude of different ways. It doesn't always look the same. It's not always something that uh, you necessarily seek. It's a door that opens for you and you have the opportunity to choose whether or not you step in. And I, I love that you stepped in. I love that you carried on a legacy. I love that you guys are doing great things. What a phenomenal story of business and uh, resilience and um, I just can't, I, I can't say enough good stuff about, about what you guys do. So thank uh, you. is there anything else that you think that, you know, from, uh, from your experience in, in, in going, going through being uh, operator into, you know, uh, actually being in leadership um, with multiple locations, anything else that, that, that you would believe is really good insight for 
other other entrepreneurs out there that are building franchise models or that are struggling with uh, with their business scaling? Yeah, um, a big big thing is to make sure that you have a support system and make sure that you have people who are in your corner who are there to mentor you, to root for you, whatever it is. So even if you're not in a franchise system or let's say you're in a family business or you're thinking of starting a business, make sure you have a tribe, make sure you have people who you can talk to and and get advice from. That is one of the biggest benefits of franchising. Of course, I'm partial, but I think for any entrepreneur, it is so important that you have a team behind you, a group of people that love you and support you. Well, and and, and your your tribe grows uh, yeah. by every every territory that comes online, right? And so yeah. everybody rises together. I love that. Love that. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I've really enjoyed the conversation, Megan. I know we could talk about stuff all day long, uh, but I also want to give you an opportunity to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you if they if they found your your story as inspiring as I did. If they want to connect with you, follow follow your progress. Where can they do that? Yeah, so it's just stretchandgrow.com and we are awarding franchises. So we've got an area in the on the website that they can go if they'd like more information on that. And then if they're a preschool or a childcare center that wants one of our programs, they can also find information on that there. At so the, so the centers themselves can actually request uh, um, your your services and is that kind of how you identify where your opportunity territories are? Yeah, so um, we do look at that and we look at uh, the different types of childcare centers in an area. And that's how we how we designate the territories. Awesome. Awesome. I know. I know. I said we were wrapping up and I just asked another yeah. question. I'm fascinated, fascinated by the model. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, they can find us at stretchandgrow.com if they want any more information. We have a blog for parents and a blog for schools and it, it has helpful information in it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you again, Megan, for, for sharing your time with us and sharing your story. Um, and thank you guys that are out there listening. I really, really appreciate, uh, you know, all of our listeners and, uh, we, we get all kinds of feedback from our shows and just keep that rolling in guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts, which guests you love, um, what topics you're interested in. Uh, this is the place for all, all business owners that, that want to learn and grow, uh, and share their story. So, um, thank you guys again for tuning in to small business chronicles. Um, my name is Brian stone. Really, really enjoyed the conversation with you, Megan. And, um, if you guys like this podcast by the way check us out on smallbusinessdelivered.com we have a full network of shows on there and if you need anything production this is actually uh, one of our shows that is produced by Titan Media Works it's all things podcast production and guest booking so we'd love to help you out but uh, regardless of, of, of your reason why you listen um, just, just remember keep that entrepreneurial spirit alive and every business no matter how small has a big story to tell until next time 